What's up, my confidence queens? Are you ready to feel confident as fuck? I'm your host, the confidence queen herself, Alicia Lechuga, and I am your confidence bestie. I went from trying to shrink my body in order to find happiness and approval to finally letting go of dieting, others' opinions, and inspiring hundreds of women along the way. This podcast is all about confidence, living unapologetically as yourself daily, and ultimate self-love. This is Confident as Fuck. What's up and welcome back to Confident as Fuck. We are here with the sweet life of Nicole, and I'm so excited to have her. And we're going to be talking all things influencing, work, vibes. We're going to keep the same casual format um, of just talking. So I hope you guys are liking that format. And thank you so much, Nicole, for coming. I'm so excited to be here. Yay! Woo! Let's do this. Okay, so introduce yourself to us and tell us what you would say if someone's like, what do you do? Okay, so my name's Nicole. I've lived in California for about three years. I My full-time job is a civil field office engineer for a construction company. But on the side, to be able to get creative, I like to do micro-influencing. And then I've recently started um, event planning in OC for a sun care company that I've worked with prior to event planning. And they reached out to me to start event planning. And I just was, like, super interested. Their owner is, like, so sweet. She's awesome. And what is that? Skincare. Uh, Solara. Solara. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So we'll link them down below, obviously, so that you guys can check them out. Obviously, I'll have Nicole linked down below for you guys, too. And explain to everybody, in case they don't know, what's a micro-influencer? Oh, that's a hard one. I don't even know how to explain (laughs) it really well. Um, Basically, it's a smaller scale of influencing. For me, it just works just because I have a full-time job, so... I don't have all the time that someone that's doing it full time, which is awesome. I'm jealous of you if you are doing it full time. Um, if you have, if you don't have that time, it's just a smaller scale. Um, like my my niche is like lifestyle and like local. So I try to post a lot of like local spots to go to, and then I'm like a comfy fit girly. So yes, most of my Instagram feed is like comfy girl fits, aka yes. my like sweater and sweatpants today (laughs) yes yes we love the comfy fits i want to fix your mic a little bit okay just so your hair is not i don't know i'm gonna just put my i'm gonna put my hair back on the side okay yeah right just to keep it up we're trying so we can tell you guys what we're doing we're doing a new format where we're also uploading to youtube which i'm super excited for so we're trying out we're testing out like some new audio with the video visuals and all that stuff so if the audio on the YouTube is not as good. I apologize. We'll figure it out. But it's our like first run with a guest using two different mics. So I hope you guys are liking the YouTube. Um, Micro influencing, I think is like a new thing in the past, like maybe two, three years, I would say. And right. Yeah, I feel like, yeah. I mean, because I just got into it like, I think a year and a half. I think it's been now maybe a little bit longer. And it's funny because my friend on the East Coast started doing it. And she was like, oh, my God, you should do it. You'd be perfect for this. Like, you already like posting and you like sharing your life online yeah. of like the little things that you get to do and the little spots that you like to go to. So she was like, this is such a fun way to do it and a fun way to share. So she was kind of the one that like started me to like get into it because I was a little bit like apprehensive because I was like, 
ah, like, am I going to be judged? Because, like, you have that side of it that you feel like, okay, the whole world is, like, looking at me and I'm being judged, right? Yeah. So, like, a little apprehensive, but I'm so glad I started. I feel like I've met some really cool people through it. Like, I met you. I met yeah. Michelle. Yeah. Like, every- yeah. Yeah, so I, usually <laughs> I tell how I met my guests to you guys, but Nicole I met through literally everyone who's been on this podcast, it feels like. So like through Michelle and Chelsea. Yeah. So Chelsea, you guys know, is my waxer. She's been on the podcast. And then Michelle, you guys know, Bake Shell. She has a few episodes. But Nicole got a cake from Michelle. Yeah. And so I literally just put all the pieces together like the last time I went to Chelsea no, right before I saw you at the at the country concert. Yeah. So right before I saw you at the country concert, I was like, I think I got waxed like the week before. Okay. Or no, it was like a few days before because that's when Chelsea told me she was going. And I was like talking to her and she had mentioned your name, mentioned a Nicole a few times, but I didn't put together that it was you. Yeah. And then when I saw that you got a cake from Michelle, I also didn't put together that it was the same Nicole from Chelsea. And then I was like, oh, it's that Nicole. Okay, I get it. And then I actually ran into Nicole at the country concert here that I told you guys we went to. And it was so funny because I was like, I had all of our friends had left. And so I was like standing with Renee and I saw Nicole like out of the corner of my eye. And I did this thing where I was like, oh, that's my friend. I told Renee like, oh, that's my friend. And then I was like, oh my God, wait, she's not never met her in real life like this is like too intense and then she made eye contact did the same thing I like turned to my boyfriend and I was like I know her and he was like from where and I was like I don't know I literally go she's the podcast girly (laughs) that's literally what I said to him and he just like looked at me and I was like you're you're not gonna understand we're going to say hi to them and I think we just like locked eyes and like walked up to each other and I was like it's so funny like meeting people that you haven't met yet in real life yeah like that you've talked to though and like created like a friendship almost more online and I think that's so normal nowadays it is normal now so like it it doesn't feel weird yes like at all like when I meet people from online that I've like talked to a bit it's like I'm like I feel like I've known you for months yes it is it is pretty cool and then it's like but my immediate reaction was like oh there's my friend as if I like have known you for years and like knew it could definitely go up and give you a hug and then I was like wait Alicia pull yourself back like you don't actually know her in real life so maybe she doesn't know who you are yet like or maybe she doesn't like she's not going to recognize you outside of IG I actually had a run-in today with someone here at my building oh really but I didn't recognize her. So we follow each other on Instagram. I didn't know she lived here. I only knew that she created a, like a Long Beach walking club. Oh, fun. Yeah. And I was like, oh, cool. Like I'd love to have her on the pod. And then I was walking my dog, came back in. She said hi to my dog. Totally didn't recognize her. And then she literally DM'd me and was like, hey, neighbor, like, how are you? <laughs> and I was like, oh, cool. The girl from the Long Beach walking club <laughs> is DMing me. Perfect. Like I can invite her on the pod. And she was like, yeah, I just saw you downstairs. I was like, yeah, of course. Awkward. <laughs> Awkward. Like I definitely did not recognize her, but I think it's like when you have that connection with people online, especially people you're like already DMing with and like seeing their lives, I think it's totally normal now. Yeah. Oh, definitely. And how long have you been doing micro-influencing? I think it's been a, a little bit over a year and a half, I want to say, because I, yeah, it has to be like a year and a half, two years. Cause I've been here three years and the first year I was very like to myself, like 
it's not that like I just like was keeping to myself I was very concentrated on like my work and I think I like was so focused on that I let like other parts of my life like go go a little bit so is that why you were saying like it helps you be creative yeah I think also and like this year's my thing has been like I want to get out of my shell Mm. because I just feel like sometimes I don't push myself enough to get out of my comfort zone and like I needed that and I think the micro influencing like helped a little bit and you get like you get all this like little support from these people that you meet and everybody's so I mean well most people are so like overwhelmingly like wanting you to be confident they want to like back you and what you do and I've met so many people that are like oh my god yes we love what you're doing like and like that like almost like boosts your like spirits a little bit for sure okay like I can do this and so this year my like life motto this year was like get out of your comfort zone like you're too comfortable and that first year of living here was just that and I like remember just being like oh I moved out here I just don't know anybody and I'm just like a little bit alone you know like I have my boyfriend here but it's like you know, you need those girlfriends. Yeah. You, you need that, that friend, like for so, sure. Yeah. Yeah. When I first moved, thankfully I was, when I first moved from Dallas, thankfully I was working at a job that was all women. So it was like pretty cool because I had like friends that I met there automatically. But if I didn't have that and even just like outside of work, I had no friends. Like when you move, you're like, wait, like who do I go to dinner with? Yeah. Like, my husband was always working, so, like, I was, like, oh, where do I, like, what do I do? Like, I you're very totally alone. agreed. So, like, I've moved around my whole life, but I've always been with family when I moved. Yeah. So, I, like, was missing that part. And I have, I have sisters, and I have a brother. I have two sisters and a brother. And, like, my family is my world. They're my best friends. So, like, you know, obviously, when you move with your family, like, to go to dinner with Built somebody, best I literally friend. am, like, yeah. hey, do you want to go? Like, I don't even have to text them. They're like in the room next door. Yeah. Right? Like it's just that much easier. But when I came out here, I definitely didn't have that. And that was something that I was like, oh, wow, this is way different from moving with family or to somewhere where, you know, people. And like I didn't ha- like I construction's like full of men. Yeah. Right. And like luckily first company I worked with was so big that it like had a decent amount of women working in it, which was awesome. So if, if you're a girl and you want to do construction, please do it. Uh, <laughs> we need more of you. But they were all a lot younger. Like I started my career just a little bit later. Cause like, I just didn't like find it right away. And like my first year and a half of college was a wash. Like I played soccer and like, I just wasn't like concentrated on like my career, like my career, in my head was going to be soccer. Mm-hmm. And then like when I figured that that wasn't going to be it, like, I kind of, like, was a little bit lost, and then, like, fine. So, like, I just, it was, like, a little bit later down the road than, like, a lot of maybe other people do it. And so, like, the first company was a lot of younger people, and it was just, like, they're in a different time of their life than I was. Not to say I didn't want to, like, go out and have fun, but it was just different. Yeah. So, I definitely, like, lacked that the first year. Yeah. And as far as micro-influencing, too, do you, like, reach out directly to brands, or do you do brands like more reach out to you? Because I feel like most people, the reason I'm asking for you guys is like, I feel like a lot of people would probably be like, well, you have to have the old stigma of like, you have to have 15K or 20K yeah. to work with us. But I feel like there's availability for people to be influencers with less followers. Yeah, I think you have to find companies that match like what you're kind of like putting out. Like, you know, reaching out to a company that has 
let's say like millions of followers, like I might not get their attention. You know, I'm on the smaller side of things. So reaching out to those like smaller, like companies that have a smaller following that kind of like match what you're like bringing in. That's where I think guys have to just like be like cohesive almost like in what you're bringing to the table or, or matching what you're bringing to the table, I guess that's a better way to put it. Yeah. So like I shoot for like more local spots, whether that be like, coffee shops let's say because like there is the chance to like collab with a a coffee shop which i was would love that (laughs) but like so i i try to go for smaller brands but my goal and i was just telling my friend this who does micro influencing and she she like has been the one to kind of like be my little like coach on like how to reach out and like when to reach out who to reach out to but like i was telling her literally just the other day i was like i want a fabletics oh yes partnership like that because i like comfy cute stuff and like that's their whole thing yeah like their whole spiel is like comfy cute and it's athletic and like i live in that so i'm like that's my goal yes manifesting i'm I'm gonna manifest it's gonna happen yes i love that so you're reaching out more to brands yeah i'll get like it's hard because like you also get a lot of like little scam like oh ones, for sure right so i've gotten brands that reach out to me but i'm mainly right now reaching out to brands so i'll like email you have to like really like do some sleuthing for to, sure like so like i usually try to like do a dm and i request like an email and i'm like okay once i get that email then i can like it's like almost a little bit more official for sure and seems more like businessy I like yeah you know more professional yeah than just a, a dm that's like hey i want to work with you and like you want to like engage with that brand for sure before you reach out to them like you need to show that like you're not just interested because like i want free stuff like right you have to be like genuinely interested like solera that's like a great example like we reached out for a partnership for a galentine's day picnic that we did we were looking for all women-owned businesses because I was like, oh, we're doing Galentine's. It's all girls. Like, we should focus on women-owned. And they were one. And I'm so glad I reached out to them. Like, literally so amazing. And you were already engaging with that brand. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, The only, like, brand that I've done a partnership with is, like, Oat House. And I was really engaged with them before. And, like, talking back and forth through DMs. And then I had the owner on my podcast. So it's like when you're showing already interest in the product and it's not just like you said, like just reaching out because you want to do free stuff. I think it comes off a lot more genuine and they're as well, like a small company that like you said, matches like what you're bringing to the table. So I love that. So if anyone's interested in micro influencing, Nicole is living proof that you could do it. (laughs) And I think it's like, I like how you said that you were already kind of like doing what you're doing now. Like sharing your life, sharing where you go, like sharing those parts of your life. Yeah. So I have like my personal Instagram and I was doing it on there. And like my friends also were like, oh my God, we love seeing like we're like at the time I was younger and I was able to travel a lot more. And so I was like sharing a lot of my traveling. And like I remember a couple friends were just like, you should just like start influencing. And I was like, no, I don't think that's like for me. I don't, but like, I think the stigma around it is like you have to be like this perfect individual that like shows your life perfectly. And like, it's just not that. And like nowadays I think everybody, most people are a little bit more realistic about it and they want to see like that real side of things. And so they don't just want to see like the traveling content, right? Right. Like they want to see that like 
oh, where do you go to get coffee, like, locally? You know, like, yeah. or what are you doing, like, in your area that's different from, like, it's just the little thing. Like, what's your day-to-day? Yeah. Yeah, not just a travel, like you're saying. Yeah. Remember how travel vlogs and travel no, content I, was so insane? I remember how crazy it used to be. And, like, at first I wanted to do, like, travel vlogging. And then I was like, I just don't think I can be, like, traveling 24-7, like, yeah. with my job. And I'm just like... I can't keep that content up. Like there's yeah. just no, it's that's unrealistic like, yeah. for me to have done that. Even though I would have loved to. <laughs> yeah. But like, yeah, no, but that but, was such a big thing. It was huge. I feel like that's where it like started like, yeah, in a small way, but like it did kind of like, and then it just spun out to now it's like day to day life. Yeah. So. Which I like so much more like just how, like when we met each other in person, we like felt like we already knew the other person. I feel like that's where you get that sense of that is from sharing your day to day, sharing like where you're going, what you're doing, because then you actually know what the person's doing versus like this unattainable type of like influencer vibe that you're, you were talking about where you don't really know the person. Yeah. No, totally agree. Yeah. So tell us how you got into construction. So my dad's done construction my whole life. So I've been around it my whole life. So I actually started to go to college for biology and then I was just that was like a I don't think it was like ever my path biology but like I was playing soccer so I wasn't really like focusing on my studies and then so I really had to sit there and kind of like regather my thoughts and like I was like well I've been around construction my whole life and like my dad kind of like sat me down had a conversation he's like I think you'd be really good at it you're like good at like the managing side of things and so I decided to do architecture, then I changed to civil engineer, and then, my, and then I finally decided on construction management and graduated with a construction management major, which is not that many women in that yeah. degree field or construction at all. So yeah, my dad was the one to like push me into it, and I'm so glad he did, because I, I do love what I do. It just doesn't have that creative side that like micro-influencing event planning has. And Plus I think- it's like you were saying completely, it's pretty male dominated. Yeah. Like even in like the admin or like the back end side, it's also male dominated. Yeah. So there's been a lot of times where like I, tr- like where I'm collecting on a payment in our business and I'm like working with all males yeah. and it's like a kind of like a power, a weird power dynamic where yeah. Yeah, it's definitely a different industry for women to be in. I actually worked at Granger, which is like a oh, industrial yeah. supply. I worked there for like five years in Texas. And same thing. It's like pretty male dominated. And the people, the clientele is like completely male dominated. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's, it's an interesting field to be in. I genuinely like love it. I love being a woman in construction. I think it's just, it's unique. And I'm like wanting more girls to do it like I want more girls to feel confident to be able to get out in the field and like you're gonna get the looks you're gonna get the like what are you doing here yeah like I'll never forget I worked for my parents for like uh, a couple years while I was like still in school which was awesome because they like gave me a lot of room to grow within like their company because I was their daughter so it kind of like beneficial to me but I remember my mom got a call from a customer and a customer was like yeah, can I speak to, like, you know, management or something? I have a question about, like, it was, like, something like a toilet or something. And he literally goes, she was like, I can answer whatever question you have. Like, it's easy. Like, you just, you look yeah. you look at the, like, informational booklet. That's yeah, like the easy. that's exactly what I would do at Granger. And he's, <laughs> lit- he, the guy literally goes, 
I want to speak to a male. Yeah. And my mom was like, well, I'm the management, so you're going to be speaking to me. And, like, I will give you all the information that you need that a male will also give you. Yeah. And, like, that's where I get, like, all my strength and, like, like confidence from. It's, like, well, my dad, too, but my mom mainly just because she's shown me, like, a, what a woman should be, like, how strong that you should be, especially in the construction field. Like, and you just have to be, like, a little built different, like, to be in the field. You've got to be able to, like, stand Assertive. up for your own. Absolutely. Like, you cannot let yourself down for a minute to be able to get stepped on because yeah. as soon as you do that, it's not that it's over, but like you'll learn real quick, like that you're, that's not going to fly. Cause you're not going to like be able to make it maybe as far as you want to. Yeah. So totally agree. Like same thing, like working at Granger, it's like either in the call center or through email, but mostly being in calls, people would call and ask for like a part, a specific part. Okay. I'm fucking typing it into a computer. Like I'm typing it in whatever you're saying. And then I'm going to read like the descriptions and help you pick it out. That's yeah. basically what we were doing. And it would happen all the time where they were like, do you even know what you're talking about? I'm like, literally no one in this fucking call center, even if they're a man knows what you're fucking talking about. So no, we're reading it off a computer. Like it's, it's crazy. I'm everyone like, has the same knowledge. I'm like, also Google is a thing. So if you're incapable of Googling, like, I know I'm like, like, you're calling me to order off of the website. I'm ordering yeah. it off the website for it's, you. It's <laughs> so funny because you'd think in like this day and age that that would happen less but it doesn't. It no. doesn't. It happens as like way more than you think it would. Yeah. And like both of us are probably like living proof. Like we see it with our own eyes constantly. I even get it. Like I said, on the like admin or COO side of our company is like even collecting on payments where they're like, I don't know if you know this, sweetie. I got that one a lot. Oh. Sweetie, I don't know if you know this, but usually we work on these payment terms. And I'm like, well, those aren't our payment terms. I like, and I'm I, not a sweetie. Like, I'm I literally, I, the so owner. like, that is literally, I hate when men, like, when I'm at work, do not call me sweetie, hun. None of that. I had one subcontractor do it, and I literally pulled him aside, and I was like, first of all, my name's Nicole, and that's what you'll be calling me from here on out. And like, it sucks, cause right, like, if you're you don't that, if you're want to be that way, but and like, if you're assertive that way, sometimes their immediate reaction is like, oh, what a bitch. Mm hmm. Oh, she's being so bitchy. Yeah. And you're like, no, because would you call a man that works in construction, sweetie? Because I don't think so. Yeah. And like, that's what I'm like. I don't understand how it doesn't click. Like, it's just not work appropriate. It's yeah. not professional. And I bet it was worse in Texas. It wasn't that bad. I got it. I got that once, the sweetie. But I also like laid down the law. And so like it was, I think, shut down from there. But it was all right. I was the first girl superintendent for my company there, which was kind of cool. Cause I was like, cool. Like you guys are like working on and like are okay with hiring women. Like you don't look at us like, Oh, she's not going to be able to do the job. Yeah. Like I interned for them, busted my ass and they were like, we want to hire you. And like, so it just goes to show you that yes, there are those people in the field that are going to be out there. Like looking at women, like, what are you doing here? But then you also have these other people that are like, we want women in construction. Yeah. Like my project manager, he has two daughters and one of them works in the field, like in construction. And he is like amazing. Like, I just feel like he d is never looking at me like, Oh, you're a girl. So you're not like, he probably because so he has much daughters and exactly. And yeah. he has so much confidence. And like, I have another coworker that's also a woman. And then two that 
two other women, but they work like more admin side of things. But it's just nice to be also surrounded by other women because like they understand what you're going through. For like sure. you're all like kind of like going through the same things. And so it's awesome to have someone that has your back. And so, yeah. Yeah. Hello, Queens. I am interrupting this podcast for a quick little commercial break for Batty Girls Club. If you guys don't know, Batty Girls Club is coming back for season three and I could not be more excited. Batty Girls Club is my six-month program that is all geared around becoming your most batty self. Batty Girls Club is a program all about coming home to yourself and unleashing your most confident version of you so that you can improve your relationships, so that you can show up the way you want to show up, so that you can set boundaries, and so you can be the most confident version of you. Batty Girls Club is six months, and each different month has its own theme. Each theme also has its own guest speaker. So you're not just hearing from me in this program. You're also hearing from six other experts. Each month, you're hearing from a different one. These experts range from human design, shadow work, self-sabotage, alignment, business, and so much more. And I cannot wait for you guys to see all the amazing things that we have planned for season three. Season three is going to start in January of 2024, but you can get on the wait list now. And as soon as you get on the wait list, you will receive a free one-on-one call with me and also 25% off of the program. So super important to get on the wait list. That's going to be in the show notes down below for you guys. So you guys can peruse that down below. I cannot wait for Batty Girls Club season three. Some exciting things that we have coming that are new this year is at the end of the six-month program, we're also doing a Batty Fest, which is an in-person meetup at the end of the six months. After you've spent the six months with these amazing women in this community, you're going to be able to meet up with them in person. We're going to have different activities. This year, we're having a cake decorating lesson and also a tattoo artist coming and doing tattoos for us. So it's going to be really great. I can't wait to see what comes of next year's Batty Girls Club, Batty Fest 2024. Also included in Batty Girls Club, which is really awesome, is a custom sweatshirt. So you get to pick which color and size and style that you want, and we'll custom make it for you. It'll say Batty on it or on the back. And then also you're going to have some books that are going to come in your gift box, as well as some other Batty Girls Club merch. I am really, really excited. If you guys saw my Batty Girls Club hat from last year that just says Batty on it, we're going to remake those again. Those were a hit and those are exclusive only for baddies that joined Baddie Girls Club. So if you guys want to get on the wait list, if you want more, the wait list is going to be down below for you guys. I love you guys so, so much. And now back to the podcast. Okay. I want to ask you a question that we got. Okay. So if you guys don't know, every time I have a guest a few days before, I'll post on the Confident as Fuck Instagram to ask them questions. So you guys can find it at Confident AF Podcast on Instagram. And someone asked, I don't know if this is someone you know, so I always try to shout the name out. XO Karen K. Oh, yeah. That's my bestie. Oh, hell yeah. Okay. She asked, what are your long-term goals with influencing slash dream collabs? Well, we talked about one dream collab, Fathletics. Stop. So she's my friend that I'm talking about that's on the East Coast. Oh, shut up. She's literally so amazing. So shout out to her. I love her. Yay. So I've known her since middle school. Oh, shit. Literally my bestie. I miss her so much. So she she even lives, in the long term uh, long distance that's amazing yeah yeah so um she's actually she lived in San Antonio too at some oh, point okay. like when she was like way younger so it's okay. just funny but long term goals so like obviously Fabletics I really want to work with them 
I'm like focusing on like working with like people that like match my like vibe of like the comfy cute, but I'm also like, I don't post. I feel like my posts aren't just like clothing, but I think long-term goals is to become more confident, like with what I post. Mm. Like, I think sometimes I'm very crucial. I'm like, do I look good in that? Do I look too big? Do I look too, like, you know, I'm so critical and like, obviously being critical is good. Like you want to put out good content, but I think to a point, like you want to be like really confident and like, I want to be able to post more like video content Mm. and feel more confident in doing so. Cause I think sometimes when like the camera's on you and you're like going to make a reel where you're like talking in the reel, it's like, so like, I'm so intimidated. I see like all these other like girls and guys like doing it and it's just, they just like look so like easy going about it. And I'm like, okay, do I look right? Does my hair look right? Does this, like, everything needs to be perfect. And it's just, like we said, it's not realistic. Like, right. day-to-day, like, if you saw me and how I went into, like, construction day-to-day, you'd be like, that is a complete different person <laughs> from what I see, like, on Instagram. Like, I, like, don't wear makeup. Like, I'm just not, that's, like, authentically, like, who I'm going to be, like, out in the field, right? So I think just, like, gaining more confidence in myself, is like I think like a like is always gonna be a goal for me like in influencing, I think you know brands like wanting me to like come to events. Mm. I think that would be like a goal of mine. Like not necessarily like gaining a bunch of followers. I mean that's awesome too. But I think like I guess gaining a lot of followers would be. But like in the way of like I want people to want to see my content. Right. Like I want them to genuinely like see my content and be like, oh my God, I love, I love what she's putting out. Like I want to keep following her to see like what she puts out next. I think like that would be cool. Like, yeah, I think that's like some, well, I was like living for your Hawaii content. I want to live back (laughs) in that content, (laughs) but Um, that, that was tons of content. And every day that you posted it, I was like, Oh hell yeah. I can't wait to see like what she did the next day. And you know, what's so funny is that I posted that like a month after I went. Yeah. So well, like, I figured because I, I was like, I don't think she's in Hawaii so, right now. <laughs> I had a friend that said, she goes, like, you're still here because, like, we're supposed to get, like, caught. I don't know what I was doing with them, but, like, I was, I had yeah. plans. And I was like, oh, yeah, no, that's from, like, a month ago. But, like, I didn't know that, like, when influencers, like, post content, it's delayed. Like, it's yeah. not, like, because I was like, okay, how do you make time to, like, enjoy the moment? And edit. And edit and post. Because, yeah. like, I was like, I cannot do that. And... Karen, my friend, was like, oh, I post, like, after. Like, you don't post, like, while... Because I was, like, I also, like, am a person... I want to enjoy the moment. I want to be yes. there. And, yes, like, of course, I want cute pictures. I want all... But, like, that's not everything. That's not my, like, whole, like, oh, my God, my being. Right? I want that cute picture, and then I want to be able to still be in the moment. Yeah. And, like, my boyfriend does a really good job of, like, helping me maintain that goal. And he's, like, the best, like, influencer boyfriend out there. Does he take pictures for you? He takes all my pictures for me. I love that. He And he's so supportive. Is he good at it? He is. He, I Has feel he gotten like, better? I feel like, <laughs> How was he at the I beginning? Feel like you, I feel like they learn what you like and what you don't. And, like, because I feel like saying, oh, I trained my boyfriend. It just sounds so, like, like he's, Icky? he's not a dog. Yeah. Like, right. Like he's a human being, but he's amazing. He's so supportive. And like, literally he'll like ask me exactly how I want it. And then I'll go and I'll be like, Hey, you just stand here and I'll show you the exact angle. And then he just does it. And now yeah. I feel like he does it without even like sometimes yeah. without he, sometimes he's the one like telling me, Hey, like look this way, look that. And it's so funny. And I'm like, dude, you're so amazing. I'm he's like 
awesome. I love him so much. So does he ever get tired of taking your pictures? Like, I feel like there's times where he's like, like, all right, I took like, a, like, I can't blame him almost. Yeah. It's like, we're on the 1000th picture and I'm in the same pose. And he's like, You're, if you didn't like it the first time, like, how are you going to like it in the 1000th time that I've like, yeah. taken it. And so like, he'll just be like, okay, why don't we just like move on? But like, he he's honestly really good at it. And like, he's gotten like, I feel like he's become more patient with me with it. Some, like, through the over years. time. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. I think he sees now also, like, how much I, like, do want to take it seriously. And so, like, that makes him want to, like, help out even more. For sure. he's like, I want to be behind you. Like, I'm supposed to be your, like, partner in life. Like, yeah. I, like, as much as I support him, he wants to support me. It's funny because he started a surfer Instagram. Oh, love that. Yeah. So he's like, can you help me with that? Can you take, so I take his pictures for him when he goes surfing. So, yeah, he's. We're both really supportive of each other, which is yeah. like really important in a relationship. That is, it is super important. Like number one. <laughs> yeah. Renee used to get super annoyed with me with taking pictures or videos or like, I think it was more like, he's really great at taking photos. He's really good at it. He's, he loves to do this thing though, where he's like, takes one picture and he's like, got it. And I'm like, well, you're like, did you though? I'm not sure. <laughs> I have to look You're at like, it first. Hold on. <laughs> I'm like, just take a thousand just Rewind. in case. So then he started taking more. But then Renee actually got more, would get more frustrated with, he didn't want to be in content sometimes. Okay. So like some, especially when I was like back in my YouTube vlogging days, he sometimes didn't want to be on the vlog. Yeah. Like he's chilling, he's doing this. And I was, this was so long ago. This had to be like almost 10 years ago where he was like, I'm thinking I'm going to be this YouTube vlogger that shows every part of their life and shows like their relationship. And it's just going to be super authentic because that's what you see other people doing. But that was like their full-time job, both of them probably. So he would be like, dude, I don't want to be on camera. And I had to really learn like, okay, he doesn't want to be on camera all the time and that's okay. Like this content is supposed to be about me anyway. So I don't have to always show him. So that's where we were like the only disconnect that he would have, but he does do really well at taking my photos. And like, I think he's came a long way because he was even on the podcast. Oh, that's awesome. And he like was okay with having video, but he was the pickiest guest I've ever had. (laughs) As he should be. (laughs) He was like, rearranged the whole couch <laughs> and was like, I don't like sitting like this. Like That's he had funny. to approve the camera angle, but he was like, he's came a long way that he was like, yeah, I'll love to be on the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Blake wants to like start a YouTube channel and I'm like here yes. for it. I'm like, Oh yes, do it. But you're right. Like those people that have like, that's their job. Yeah. And have all this time. Like there's times where we're just like, yeah, I don't want to be like trying to take it real. I don't want to try to be taking content. Like, I just want a weekend where I'm like right. not doing anything. So I definitely like under I understand that. Like And now that I'm more like I guess more confident in myself where I don't feel like I have to like always be like on yeah. to be doing stuff, I definitely feel like I'm more like, okay, well, I don't have to take content of this yeah. anymore. Kind of like what you were saying where you're like, I like to enjoy the moment. And I did have the same realization as you where I was like, Oh, people are posting this after instead of in the moment. Yeah. And that was like a huge, I think Michelle was the first one who like took a ton of pictures and videos one time when we hung out and then she didn't post them. And I was like, wait, yeah, what happened? What are you doing with that? And then she was like, Oh, I'm going to post it later. And I was like, 
come again? Yeah. Uh, no, literally. Mind blowing. <laughs> literally, and like my friend would tell me like, she's like, oh, I'm going to shoot content. And I was like, what do you mean? She's like, oh, I'm going to do like three outfit changes. I was like, so you're telling me those three pictures that you posted throughout the week, they're not three different events that you've gone to or like three different like separate moments. Right. And she's like, no. I'm like, yeah. this makes a lot more sense. Like yeah, I, right? now I kind of like understand it a little bit more. I started doing that too, like a while ago, but it's so helpful. Yeah. Because then you don't have to, then you have the days like we're talking about where you don't have to be like shooting stuff. Yeah. Like where you can just be in the moment and enjoying it because you have, you have stuff. Have you ever done a photo shoot? Like, like a professional photo shoot? Just ones like with my boyfriend. Oh, okay. I was like, that was also life changing for me is doing like photos for my Instagram, like with, with a photographer, because then you have tons of fucking photos. I need to try this out. Yeah. Yeah. No, I haven't, I haven't gotten there yet. Yeah, I it was like- it was life changing. It was. It was very life changing. Did you do it when you moved in here? Actually, Michelle took those photos okay, for those me. Those are so cute. Yeah. Yeah. So she brought cake. she brought the cake, and I asked them if we could like come the day before we moved and okay. like get let into the apartment. So because I wanted to be like empty. Yeah. And I asked her if she would make a cake and take photos for me. Okay. And she I literally was like, thought yeah. like. A photographer oh my god i was like those are so half of them are probably taken on my tripod like with like do you ever use um lens buddy no i feel like i've heard of it's an app it's an app i am obsessed with it if you want to take content on your own like without your boyfriend taking photos for you it takes like a picture you can set it however you want like a picture every one second three seconds okay yes i've seen someone use it before it's it's amazing i always drag my boyfriend yeah so (laughs) they're with me I use that all the time. If you guys are listening, it's a great app. It's called lens buddy. It's also good. If even if you're not like a influencer or anything like that, where you're making content, I also use it every single time. We want to take like a group family photo or something like that because I set it to take up to a thousand photos. (laughs) I'm a psycho, but up to a thousand photos and one every second. And then it also gets really good, like candid photos. Okay. Yes. It's perfect. I need this. Yeah. I'm like, Cause like I'll like make him take, like try to take candid and I'm like, make me laugh. And then just like, keep yeah like pressing on it. And I feel like I do, like, sometimes I'm like, Oh, I wanted like 500 yeah. pictures. Yeah. So that I like at least one will be candid. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so that's I love that app. It's okay. amazing. Super good. And it doesn't save all the photos to your camera roll. So you go through, you can go through and choose and like thumbs up the ones you like and then just export those. Okay, I like that. And then you can delete the rest of them so that you're not just like, wait, holy shit, I have a thousand photos in here. Like when he takes a thousand and then I'm like, I only liked one. Yeah. (laughs) Shocker. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, this is giving me a flashback to like the MySpace days where, did you have an actual digital camera? Yes, and when you would do like the mirrors. Yes, and you would take like a thousand. Yes. And you would upload like twenty. <laughs> Literally, why why are we going back to MySpace Wh- days? Those are those are some rough. Those were some rough days. Yes, yes, the they were rough, rough. Top ten friends. Who was gonna make it? Oh my god! And when your boyfriend like kicked you off of your top one, and you're like, honestly, who is maybe this bitch? thank God I like didn't date in high school. Like I literally Ugh. like my first boyfriend was my boyfriend now really yeah he was like my first like official official boyfriend official love whoa that's uh-huh. crazy yep and then we broke up 
like for a little while because we were young, dumb, yeah, in in love, but young and dumb, super mature, and we like after four years got back together. I feel like that has to be true love. Then that's what I keep telling you. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're slowly convinced. No, I'm just kidding. No, I I totally agree. We laugh all the time about it and he's always like you were always the one and like I found How my way cute. back to you and like honestly I truly believe it was just like meant to be like I was like he's just my person like I don't know how else to explain it other than that like people would always when we broke up I was like devastated and people would always ask like like what, what is happened it? Like, what is it what happened like and I'm like I don't know how to explain to you other than like he is just my person and I think everyone has a person out there for them. I think that there are some times where you have a person out there that you're just, like, not going to end up with. But that is your person. And, like, for the longest time, I just, like, believed that. I was like, oh, we're, we're just, like, not going to get back together. But it's my person and that's okay. It just wasn't, like, meant to fully be. And, yeah, we ended up just finding our way back to each other. So. That's really cool. Thank gosh. <laughs> and now I'm in California. <laughs> Okay, so you're not from California, Mm-mm. but you said you moved around a lot. So where are you really from? So I'm originally from New York. Okay. Lived there up until like middle school. Moved down to Florida for six months. Moved back up to New York for eight months. Moved back down to Florida for four years. Moved to Texas. And then Texas, I was like, I went to school in Dallas. I did San Antonio. And then I was in Houston the last bit. And then I moved here a year after graduating. So, yeah, I've been a little bit all over the place. Yeah. Like, what, four different states? Is that four? Yeah. Yeah, four. Yeah, I'm like, one. <laughs> Both of us trying <laughs> to do math. I'm like, like <laughs> yeah, four. Yeah. Wow, that's really crazy. I haven't been to New York. Uh, yes, I have been to Florida. I was going to say or Florida, but I have been to Florida. But how did you like New York versus Dallas versus Cali? It's just different. I, okay, so, like, people always ask, like, what's your favorite place? And I'm like, I don't have a favorite place. It's just I love something from every place. For sure. I love the fast pace of New York. I love the hustle and bustle. And, like, I was on Long Island. So we were, like, I think it's, like, I think where we were was, like, 45 minutes from the city, like a train ride. But, like, I grew up there. So, like, I have that sense of, like, nostalgia. You know, yeah, like, and, like. You know, you have, like, your your childhood friends that you had there. So, like, I think I we were so, like, stuck on that for the longest time. And then Florida was just, like, slower and warmer. Yeah. <laughs> and I think it was that was a very different time. I wasn't, like, I was a freshman in high school mm. when we left. Or I did my freshman year of high school there, and then we left. So, like, I feel like I was just so young, so I didn't, like, experience all, you know, like, you were so concentrated on like high school and like whatever drama was going or middle For school sure. and high school and whatever was going on like in those walls, right? Like and then Texas I thought <laughs> before I moved there, I legit thought people ride horses to school. I tell my friends that all the time. Like when I first moved there, I was it's like, like, I super saw it's common for people to think. Yeah, no, yeah, it is. And so when we were driving, so we drove from Florida to Texas and I, have you ever done that drive? No. You hit Yes. It. You yes. have, okay, so you know you hit a part where it's, like, just, like, country. Yeah. Right? There's nothing. So, like, we were driving in my parents' car, my mom and my siblings, and then my dad was in the U-Haul truck, and I will never forget this. And me and my little sister were in the back, and my dad just to mess with us. Like, we were, like, so we had, mind you, we had never seen Texas before until we were, like, literally crossing 
like into Texas to move there. Mm -hmm. And so my dad just like pulls over in the middle of the country, like in front of like a farmhouse, like literally nothing, (laughs) like, like for acres and just goes, okay, this is it. Like, and he's like on the phone with my mom because we're in the other car and he's like, and my little sister literally was like, no, like, where are we? Like, we're in the country. Like, and I was like, I think I was just so in shock. I was like, where are we? And then he just like pulls like back on the road. Just kidding. And I was like, you, this is not the time to be joking about that. But we, we lived in like the suburbs of Houston and like, you know what they say about like Southern hospitality. It is very much a thing. I remember when we first moved there, our neighbors that like, or people like we would walk in the neighborhood and people would wave at us and we were like, like, not because we're, like, mean people, just because we were, like, why? like, do we have something on our face? Like, why are they waving at us? Like, what is going on? Dude, my friend one time came here from Texas, like, because I'm from Texas, and she came to visit. And she <laughs> will literally never forget it. Every person that got in the elevator, she was like, hi, hello. <laughs> and then, like, every person we fucking passed on the street, she would be like, hi. And I'm like, shut up. Like it's, like it's not the same. Stop. It's not that people are like rude here. It's just no, it's they're not, not the same. It's just different. And I was like, dude, people are going to think you're crazy. Just stop. Yeah. And she couldn't. She like could not turn off her Southern hospitality. And I was like, dude, like it's, it, it's, it's very different. Yeah. It's different in a good way. And I love Texas, but I also love OC. I'm like in love with OC. Well, I think OC kind of gives me a little bit of Texas vibes sometimes. It does. It definitely does. I feel like I've. I think because in the last three years, I feel like I've built a sense of like friendships and community. And so I'm like, oh, I really love it here. Like I'm getting what I was missing in that first year. And I don't know, like everyone in OC just, I mean, from what I've met, like have been welcoming. For sure. Like I haven't had any like terrible experiences here. I think like people have this like stigma. I mean, like same thing as New York, right? You think they're like loud, rude. Like that's like what people would tell me. And I'm like, I don't think I'm that bad. (laughs) Right? Like, I'm like, oh, okay. But, like, I feel like the stigma of California can be sometimes, like, oh, they're just going to be, like, rude and just about themselves. Mm -hmm. And I think that's completely wrong because I've made some amazing friends here. And I'm just, like, and, like, not just friends in OC. Like, Michelle is a perfect example. Right. Like, she lives in downtown and she is so sweet. Yeah. So it's, like, yeah. And I tell people, because people are always, like, when they ask me, like, where is your favorite place? I'm, like... Oh, I could literally tell you something that I love about each of those places. So I cannot pick a place. I know people always ask me, like, do you like Texas or California better? And I'm always like, well, they're just completely different. Yeah. So there's not one that I like better, but they're just 100% different. Like, you're not going to get the beaches that you get here. Yeah. There. (laughs) Yeah. You're not going to get that, but you're also not going to get, like, the Southern hospitality, the the food. (laughs) The rodeos. Rodeos. You're not going to get all those things that you get in Texas, the cheaper everything. Let's not even start down that path. (laughs) But you're not going to get that there, but you're also not going to get like the weather that's here. So it's like, yeah, they're just completely different. And I have the same feeling about Texas where it's just like, it's my like home where I grew up. So it feels also very different than like here where I feel like I've grown up as an adult. I couldn't agree more. Yeah. I think though, like I miss it so much, but I think my main thing is my family's there and like, I'm a big family person and 
I like was telling my because my boyfriend's parents moved to Pensacola too. Oh, okay. So like they're all now like over there. And I was like telling them and I think I was also talking to my parents at some point like these past couple weeks. I was like nothing will ever trump a Sunday barbecue with your family. Yeah, true. And that will always make me think about wanting to move back to Texas or anywhere like closer over there, like more to the east. And I love the people that I've met here, but nothing will ever beat that. Like nothing will ever beat your family. Yeah. Right? And so it's a different feeling. Yeah. It's home. Yeah. They're home. It's not the place all the time. It's like they are home. Like, yeah, I talk to my mom every morning on the drive home on the drive to work. Really? Every morning. Oh my God. That's yeah. Funny. Cause of the time difference. So she's up at eight and then I'm yeah. like, I'm up so early cause of my drive, but I talk to her every morning. My mom is my best friend. And oh she's the reason, like, who I am today, she's the reason. And we love that. We love that. Okay. I feel like we should close it off with, like, a rapid fire. Okay. Let's... Oh, wait. There was something. You know what I didn't do is I forgot to tell you that I was even going to do this. So hopefully you have a answer that comes to mind. Okay. A weekly fave. Do you have something you're loving this week? Like, like any... anything. Could be, like, an activity. Could be a product. Whatever. Oof. I think Chelsea is literally, oh, yes. I literally just went to go see her yesterday. And let me tell you, she is the most amazing, she is. like not just business wise. Cause like, that's how I first met her. Like she started to do my waxes. Oh, okay. And then we became friends. Oh, I didn't even realize that. <laughs> yeah. And she is the sweetest person. And like in every way, business way and friend way. So like, um, I think like, I always like recommend people. I'm like, if you need a wax, a lash lift, your brows done, your brows done. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, Chelsea's go to. Yeah, like love her. I love her so too. I think she's my and I've gone to a lot of waxers. I've been getting waxed for like a long ass time, and so I've switched waxers a ton of times. And she is the best waxer I've ever had. Yeah, and she creates a good environment. I think she does. That's like the most important thing that like stuck out to me with her, and is like one of the main reasons why I like that. And she's just good at what she does. Like, let's be honest, but yeah, um, she just like, she has a great personality and she just makes it so easy going. Like I'm literally going in for a Brazilian wax and I should be like dreading it. And I'm like, Oh yeah, I get to go like talk to my yes. best friend. Yes. <laughs> yes. Like that is how it should always feel. Yeah. Yeah. So. She's great at that because yeah, for I've been getting Brazilians for a long time and there up until I was with Chelsea, I took a long break from getting Brazilians because I did dread it. Yeah. Not only like because of the pain of it, but also like, it's just like, Oh, I'm going to have to make small talk. I don't even really care about this what person. Like what you're like waxing me down there. <laughs> yeah. What is appropriate to say while you're yeah, <laughs> like, literally. So yeah. I, yeah. So she does a great job of that. And now I, I literally haven't missed an appointment with her since she opened. I make sure to schedule them before I leave. Like, Oh, this, for sure. Like yesterday I was like, do not let me leave without scheduling. Yes. Yes. Okay. And then do you have anything that you did this week that made you feel confident? I'm like, what is this week? <laughs> Well, it's Thursday. It's Friday. It's Friday. I literally started Monday thinking it was Wednesday. So that's just how my, <laughs> how my week was going. It was something I was supposed to do, but I also help my, the lady that does my hair, I also help her like with her website oh, and nice. some of her social media. And I think it makes me feel, made me feel confident that I know that she like trusts in me and like has come to me to be like, Hey, can you help me out with this stuff? Hell yeah. So that definitely makes me feel like confident about what I'm doing in my love life, that which is awesome love that love that 
Okay, we're going to end it out with a rapid fire. For those watching on YouTube, we always end out with like a little rapid fire. It's never rapid because we talk, but we're gonna- <laughs> I'm like ready. I'm like, <laughs> how fast do we have to go? Like, what? <laughs> Okay, favorite food. Oh gosh, there's so many options. Uh, pizza. Pizza. What type of pizza? Give us your perfect pizza order. Oh, okay, I've been like on a kick of mod pizza. Oh, because like create your own. Yeah. So, so what do you put on it? Give us your order. Ham, feta cheese. Like regular, like regular sauce and cheese. Okay. Then the ham, the feta cheese, mushroom, onions. Yum. And I, and I think that's it. Um, and they have this like really good, like barbecue drizzle sauce. Oh, you're a barbecue Barbecue swirl. You're a barbecue pizza person. It's like, doesn't taste like barbecue though. Okay. Because I am not a barbecue pizza person. I was about (laughs) to say pineapple pizza and I was like, "Mm, I could be judged. But, but, but. I've, I've also been like, like eating the pineapple. I feel like I should finally try this. So I never liked fruit growing up. I never okay. liked fruit, but as an adult, I do, but I'm super picky about it. And I usually don't like hot fruit, like fruit, like okay, pies. Well, that makes sense. I'm I, not into that. Yeah. So I feel like, but I love sweet and salty and I do love pineapple and I also love ham. It's like, it's like almost one of those things that I was like, I'm never going to like that. Yeah. And, I, and then I like, didn't like it for the longest time. And one day tried it again. And I was like, Oh, okay. I literally just learned that Renee likes that. I just learned this. Like we were at like a family's party or something. And one of them had like pineapple and ham or pineapple and pepperoni or something like that. And I was getting, I was making a plate for Renee and I was his brother was like next to me and he's like, Oh, get that one for Renee. And I was like, he doesn't like pineapple on his pizza. And he was like, yes, he does. He's like, do you even know me? (laughs) And I was like, Renee, do you like pineapple? I was so sure I was going to be right. And I love to put his brother like in his place. He's his little brother. He's the same age as me, but he's his little brother. So I'm always like, no, you're wrong. And I was like, Renee, do you like pineapple on your pizza? And he was like, yeah, I do. I was like, You've literally never ordered it. And he's like, you always order the pizza. Like, <laughs> I would have been so, like, you know, sometimes we have to take L's. Yeah, I was like, big L on this one. <laughs> okay, coffee order right now. Oh, okay. Starbucks, white mocha latte with toffee Yum. nut. Oh, I love toffee nut. Okay, but... <laughs> if you know about toffee nut, you are a real OG. No, because... Okay, reason being... Okay, so like, I, I'm obsessed... The chokehold that Starbucks Christmas drink, the caramel brulee latte that was has so good. on me, it has a, like, cause when it comes out, I'm every day, like during the week, like it's <laughs> honestly, Starbucks just has all my money during Christmas okay, time. It, when I used to have to drive to work, I had a hard Starbucks addiction. It was, it's bad. Like yeah. my coworker got in my truck one day cause we were like going like to, probably to a job site or whatever. And I would get Starbucks in the morning, take out the little stopper and like, put it like on my in your car t- like yeah. it, like on this little like part of my dashboard where it like holds things and so I like I would have to clean that out weekly but like I guess I like had forgotten to and he's like so do you get Starbucks all the time and I'm like <laughs> okay yes yeah the answer is obviously yes but my friend was trying to order me this was like forever ago tried to order me a caramel brulee latte and they were like oh we're out because the season was over and they like when they sell Don't out of it, it it's yeah. like done and she was like, just give her like whatever is similar. And that's what they made you. That's how my order came to be. Nice. Came to life. I'm gonna have to try that because I love white chocolate mocha. 
but I also like just the white chocolate sauce or whatever you put they put in it, and I love toffee nut. I've never had it like without the toffee nut, so so it just like Ooh, it is sounds my really really good. And you have to get it hot. I've had it ice. It's like really really sweet ice. Yeah, but I've had it hot with no whipped cream. Don't ask me why no whipped cream. I just don't like it on it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like my go-to. I literally was so excited to get Starbucks today. And I was like, oh, you know what I was no. going to get? A white mocha with to- toffee. That's why you it. were like so into Starbucks. I was like, there's a coffee yeah, shop like, right across so the street from options. my house. I'm like, I have Nespresso. I I'm, make a mean Cafe Alicia. I know. And I was literally like, no, no, no. And then when you were like, there's there's no drive through and like street no. parking. And I was like, it's not happening in my truck. Tr- like yeah. I told you, parallel parking in my truck. I can do it. But like I choose, I choose life. Yeah. We're in the city. There's no drive through Starbucks. So Duncan it was on the way here. <laughs> okay. Um, what book are you currently reading? If you are reading one. I'm not reading. Right. Oh, I, uh, and I can't remember the name, but like I'm stuck on one just because I've been so freaking crazy. Like I've I no like time I've to read all, the, all over the place. I read construction drawings. That's my, my heavy <laughs> reading. Current read. That's my heavy reading guys. <laughs> Okay, what is your alcohol drink of choice? Do you drink? Okay, so I'm actually sober right now. Oh, okay. How long have you been sober? It's been like a couple months. It hasn't been like crazy long. I and like it's just like literally out of I I just I had a really bad hangover one day and Did you I, drink at the country country concert? No. You I didn't. Was, okay. I was sober. I'm like you can ask my family. I'm like not even addicted. It's just like I had bad anxiety. Ooh, I learned yes. I learned this. I learned the word anxiety fairly recently and um i had just i was like on the couch like all day and just like miserable and i was like this is like not doing anything for my mental health so i just like completely wiped it we were just talking about this on the last podcast with Brittany, is that the older you get the less you want to drink i mean i still love to drink but i drink way less yeah because i hate the feeling of a hangover yeah and so like Mine was like, I like, it wasn't just like, I felt like sick. Icky. It wasn't just that. It was like, I felt icky anxiety. Here. Yeah. And like, it's a real I literally thing. was like, what am I doing with my life? What I'm did not I going say? <laughs> no, like literally like I, it was like, I looked at my whole life and was just like depressed about it. And I was oh, just like, no. I can't be like, like, this is not okay to feel yeah. that way. And so I was just like, you know what? I don't drink that much as it is. Might as well cut it out. And like that night I had before like my anxiety, I had gone out for a friend's birthday and I just, and like, I didn't even have that much, but because my tolerance was so low, Mm. it just like, even the like couple of drinks I had, it was, I just like, was not myself. And I was just like, maybe alcohol is just not. Okay. So if you go out, do you order like a mocktail? Do you order like a sparkling water? Um, I haven't tried like yet, but like usually I just order like a Sprite or something like bubbly like yeah. something that also like because you don't i not that i hate getting the question but like when you're out and like people are like oh do you want to drink oh you don't so i can just be like oh i have one yeah and it's just easier that way yeah well we have a lot of sober people come on this podcast so welcome everyone who's sober i feel like i'm pretty sure probably a lot of our listeners are sober too because it feels like i told i tell you guys this every time that someone says they don't drink is like I want to almost take that question out of the rapid fire because so many a, people don't drink. But I think it's a good question because then it's like a conversation too. And I think sobriety is such a, like a weird topic for a lot of people. It is. And I think it just needs to be like more normalized. Like, because like when I tell people I'm sober, I start to feel like, oh my gosh, they're going to think I'm a, I was addicted, which also is not like it happens. Yeah. You know, like 
Both my parents are sober too for like 40 years. So like so. the stigma behind like all of that is just so crazy. And I, I just, I just it- aged my parents like 30 years. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, mom and dad. They're going to watch this and be like, yeah, could you not? Do no, that they definitely time? do not watch my podcast. My parents could not be bothered to engage with my content. I'm literally going to send this to my mom and be like, you have to watch this. <laughs> I was on it. My mom. Oh my God. We can't get in the subject of moms. My mom literally only listened to one episode of my podcast and it was because my sister was on it. And she's like, she called me the next day and she was like, I had to listen to your podcast because I had to see if you guys talked badly about me. And I was like, mom, why would we do that? Like, what would we say? (laughs) She was like, yeah, okay. But my parents are very conservative. So like any expletive, they're immediately like, they're super conservative. So they do not want any expletives. So imagine having me as a daughter. (laughs) Okay, but if they met me, I'd be like... I'm so sorry because like like, I just I have a sailor's mouth I know like this is I've been this is the best I've been probably I know sometimes people ask if they can cuss on the podcast I'm like yes you're like no yeah absolutely it's called confidence bring the rain (laughs) okay um what's your best Amazon purchase of this month are you an Amazon girly oh my god I am this week okay just the other day sometimes people don't Wait, order from amazon also so get super excited because i just bought my dog's costume oh yay and they're gonna be bats for halloween and they're oh. just like little attachments that like wrap around that's perfect and i was like okay, i was trying to do something simple because yeah. last year they like i have an instagram for them too but oh, i'm like not as like i cannot be active on their instagram how many Instagrams can you have? It's tiring because I no, have the OC Girls Golf Club. Yeah, so like I, I'm like I need to get more content of them because I haven't been posting on like my dog's Instagram. Yeah. So I was like, oh god, I didn't buy a costume. So I was like Amazon, and it got there today, uh, yesterday, and I was like, I showed my boyfriend, and he was like, that's awesome. Last year they were like, I had them as a cop and a donut. Oh my god, and the that's year so before, cute. They were a cop and uh, like a person in jail. Uh, oh, like a prisoner. Like. <laughs> like a person in jail what do you call that <laughs> why did i whisper it i can't yeah I that would it. be like the most correct term prisoner. maybe it's good we don't know that term. <laughs> have you ever been to jail no okay not neither. yet no. <laughs> like wait like not yet <laughs> Maybe that's a question I should ask on the rapid fire. Have you ever been in jail? Yeah. Well, oh, I feel like you'd get some crazy stories. I'm adding that right now to the. I like it. Have you ever been handcuffed by a cop? <laughs> <laughs> Literally, be like, <laughs> plot twist: her boyfriend is a cop. <laughs> yeah. You have? No. Oh. No, I have not. I've n- never been handcuffed by a cop. No, me neither. I was like. <laughs> you you have to you have to understand is that like I am like so scared of like getting like in trouble like I literally and not it's not that I'm scared of, I'm scared of getting in trouble and so like even getting pulled over for speeding I'm always like I'm like so sorry like I wasn't and I'm like why are we do like, you get out of tickets that way I've the so the last time I got pulled over I got a ticket and I was just like and I literally was like I still had my Texas plates oh. Uh. Because I was really bad at changing stuff over, and I had mine for a long time. I, he literally pulls me over, and I was like, "And I mind you, I've been here for three years." Oh my god, yeah. And I literally was like, "I I've just like never been in this area." <laughs> and my boyfriend's with me, like, 
what what does that matter yeah and and i was like flying in the hov lane oh god and like first of all in texas like normal what you drive here is very slow yeah like it just for sure so like i i was going but i was going fast for california yeah like and people think that i drive like a grandma because like usually if someone's in my car i like i'm like okay i have their life in my hands i've got to drive like the speed limit i've got to be like But I was like, it was just me and my boyfriend and like, love him. But I just was driving fast. Like I was just going and we saw the cop like pull off and I was like, he's coming at me. He's like, no. And I'm like, no, no, he's coming for me. Like he is coming to get me. And he pulled me over and we were and like at, like after I got the ticket and stuff, we were just like laughing. Cause I was like, I like, I am like, I'm not always speeding. So it was just funny that it like happened to me out of all people. Yeah. Even my coworker was like, are you sure it was you? And I was like, tickets prove it. Like, <laughs> Okay, since we were talking about like 90s things, what was your AOL screen name? <laughs> I haven't asked this question in a long are time. You, are you ready? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yummy Cocoa Puffs. <laughs> 36. Wait, because wait. wait that come wait, out? Wait. Because you also like so my friend Karen that asked the question. <laughs> we were learning the Yeah, the song that Fergie yeah. and their Black Eyed Peas sang, mm-hmm. like my yummy yummy yeah. Cocoa Puffs. So hers was like, her AOL name was like a, a name from the song, another and part. And then yours matched. We literally it. like learned the whole, oh, like we just sat sure. in front of her dad's computer and learned the whole thing. We didn't even have a dance. We just like sat there yeah. learning the lyrics. Like that was. Yeah, that was the thing. Normal time. It was. So, Renee was just talking about printing off lyrics and printing them and then learning them like back in the day. And it's rough. We, we lived a rough life. <laughs> Actually, that song. So you guys know I had Brittany on my podcast, my BFF from like literally since before she, we were in school. Wait, does she train dogs? Not that Brittany. Oh, okay. Different Brittany. Okay. She's in Texas. And actually we were in the car one time with her mom and that song came on and we were like, I probably had to be in like junior high or high school. And we we're her mom was picking us up from the mall. And we're in the back screaming that song at the top of our lungs. And when that part came on, her mom was like, oh, absolutely not. And turned it off. And we were like, what? We were so pissed. But that just unlocked that memory for me. We, we literally, like, I'm, I'm remembering us, like, sitting in front of her dad's computer, like. <laughs> Learning and, the and lyrics. mind you that I kept that, like, as an email <gasps> for so long. Like, like, into my college career. Yeah. Like, and and the when I changed it was because we were like I was literally telling like some of my soccer teammates like I was like typing something up like in an email and they were like is that your email name and started laughing and I was like it's time it yeah. is time for it to go I had actually my screen name was bananas twenty four seven because of B A N A S yeah so it was from a song too and I had that as an email as well and I kept it for a long ass time and then finally was like what the fuck are you doing I'm like but also why didn't my mom tell me I shouldn't be like emailing recruiters like with yummy yummy cocoa <laughs> like, like could you imagine as a soccer recruiter like receiving an email of someone that wants to play for your team and it literally it's yummy cocoa puffs 36 at aol.com bitch what like if you guys want to send an email I'm pretty sure that that email is still live like what could I should I just change my Instagram name to yummy cocoa puffs? That is so oh, funny. I literally, that is so good. She's Karen's gonna watch this podcast and be like, I can't believe you brought that up. And I'm gonna be like, Yes, 
Oh, that is so good. Okay, switching to the OC <laughs> girls golf. <laughs> Okay, so tell us about how that came about and what it is all about. Yeah, so I started golfing because in construction, a lot of the times the vendors like want to take you out. And I was like, oh, I don't want to be like left out of that. Like I want to be able to hold my own in every sense of the way in the industry. And that is one of the ways, right? So I started playing and my coworker kind of helped me out. And then like my boyfriend and I would like go. I was, I'm not the best, but like I was trash in the beginning. But my friend that I met through a Galentine's Day picnic that I went to that was like literally set up by another girl and we all met on Instagram. Like like same situation, like yeah. we had not met in real life. And so I met her through there. Her name's Raquel. She reached out to me and she's like, like after, like it, it had been like a couple months, maybe probably since we did the Galentine's Day picnic. And she was like, are you golfing? And I was like, yeah. And she was like, I just started too. And I was like, oh, what a coincidence. She was like, what if we started a group? And I was like, I'm so down because I think golfing has the same stigma that construction sure. does. And, and that's why it's like so near and dear to me because I'm like, it's literally, there's just not enough women like playing. And you know what? It's like hard to go sometimes to the driving range by yourself. Cause you're like, Oh, there's like all these men. And like, you get these looks like you're like this, like literally. And at the beginning you like, you suck. It's really hard. It's literally the same as construction. Yeah. Like I felt the same way and I was like, dang, this is something that I feel very strongly about because I, I want women to feel confident in these sports, these industries that we think are dominated by men. Like I want to be able to help women feel confident in doing those things. And so this was like the perfect way. And so we started the group and like our first meetup got like 30 girls, I think maybe a little bit more. And I had reached out to like Solera and this was like, I think it was like right before I started working for them. I reached out to them. They gave us some product. I reached out to like two other golf companies and I think they were like smaller brands and they gave us some. So every month we do like a meetup on the weekend and then a meetup during the week. So we do two meetups and sometimes we like try to make them like fun. Like this, this Sunday we have one. I think it's Costa Mesa, uh, Costa Mesa, Costa Mesa. I say it so wrong. It's okay. I say it so wrong. My boyfriend California like, pronounces everything wrong. No, my boyfriend goes, he goes, just say it like, like if you were like a super, super white girl, Costa Mesa. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I can't. And that's the worst part is like, that's how I remember it. But we're having it at their country club at 10 AM. And then we're going to, this weekend we have an instructor that was like, I reached out to him and I was like, Hey, do you want to come like, come do some tips and tricks for the girls and then like give out your card and like, there's a lot of girls that are always asking like, Oh, like, do you have an instructor? And so I was like, this is the perfect, like for both of us. And so he's coming, but we usually try to get like partnerships to like give the girls like some, like a little free something. And then they usually also usually give us like a discount, which is nice because it pulls in more business for them at the same time. that Like we're like, we're basically doing, it's like a business transaction basically. Yeah. But yeah, so I started it because I was like, I want women to feel confident in doing something that they wouldn't normally feel confident in. I want to give them a space for that. And I thought like the monthly meetups are like perfect for that. And then also you meet people that are like like-minded that yeah. want to do the same thing that are, are wanting to like learn golf or like want to get better at it, whatever the case may be. And a lot of the girls met through there and like, we'll go and like golf together, like outside of the group. And so it's just been so awesome. And like all, honestly, all the girls that I've met through there are so sweet. They're so like confident in who they are. Like they, I mean, it's just been 
really nice. It, and I know there's like a lot of girl groups like doing like, I know there's like pickleball walks, like we've said, and like a bunch, like I'm sure there's like soccer, volleyball. I'm sure there's something for every sport. And I think it's just so, I love seeing that. I, I love seeing the girl groups that have been like created. And there's more golf girls than ever. I feel like my other there friend is. is in a golf group too called like Babes of Golf or something yes, like I, that. I've heard of them. I think they also go to Costa Mesa. They're in like Orange County because yeah. her boyfriend golfed and she wanted to like join him. I think, I don't know if she already golfed as well because I think she's pretty good. And like, it seems like crazy to me that she wouldn't have golfed before probably. But anyways, they do like tons of events like that too. And I, she's always like, Hey, would you like be down to golf with us? And I'm like, yeah, if I can wear a cute outfit, like I suck at golf. I did go to golf camp, but I did not do it. I lived in Florida. So I had to do like a summer of golf camp. Like, yeah. Same. It's just like, if you live there, I feel like you, my have grandpa to... was like a big golfer. So. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's a great sport and funny enough. Like the reason that I started was like behind it was like the whole, like getting invited by vendors just this past month. I got invited to go next month to, like they're like these vendors are taking some of our like upper management, me and another engineer, um, to do an eighteen hole at Pechanga, mm-hmm. and then like a steak dinner, drinks and like whatever else. Oh my god! But I was like, I love this Pechanga. is like the whole reason why I yeah. started. So I was like super excited. But um, and yeah. now you can hold your own. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I've gotten like a little bit better. I we I just went to the driving range with my coworkers, and my coworker that had helped me out was like oh, you've gotten better. And I was like, yeah, because I'm practicing now because I have my girl group. And yes. so it's been awesome. And then we're also starting one in Houston and then also nice. starting one in Alabama. Oh my God, that's yeah. amazing. So it's going to be a lot of fun. My sister's going to like, my older sister's going to help host the one in Houston. So it's just been, I don't know. Like I, I think I've lacked the confidence part of my life. Like, and moving here really pushed me into that and starting this group has been so nice to like help other people feel more confident and like just I mean I know it's like a in your head it's like so simple right like go to the golf range by yourself you'll be fine you will you absolutely will I did it a couple times and it's fine like no matter if someone's looking at you or not like it's fine but it's like that like getting to help other people like feel more confident because I lack that because some people won't go yeah like how many times do you hear people talk about like not going and doing something because they're like nervous to do it. So it's like you're giving them the permission to go and the security of knowing like there's other girls there and other women. And we've gotten girls that are like, I like my boyfriend golfs and like, I came here because, like, I wanted to wear a cute outfit. And like, and I was like, I was like, (laughs) I, I don't care your reasoning. Yeah. Like, I just like, I want you to come and enjoy and like have a good time. It's not like we're like pros out there. There are we have some girls in the group that are really good, but like it's not like we're pros and we're all just like trying to beat each other out. We're literally and the the most awesome part about it is that like everyone's helping each other out. Like you have these girls that have come like I had a friend that came that she's like I've never picked up a golf club in my life. And you had everyone like pitching in and like trying to help and like doing their best and like you're doing great. Like and I think that's the most amazing thing to see is a group of girls that are wanting each other to do better. And I think that is like the era that I'm in in my life. Yes. And I want to see other women be successful. I'm not like out here cutthroat, like trying to like, like throw elbows to like get in front of you. I want you to be up there with me. Like yeah. I want us to be up there together. Hell yeah. And I think like 
that in general. And like, I'm a very non judgy person. I don't care what you do for work. I'm going to treat you and the person around the corner the same way. And so like, it's just awesome to see that in a group that like I've helped create. And like Raquel is awesome. She's an interior designer. She's been an, an amazing friend to me. And she is one of those people that is just like, she seems just so confident in herself. And like, she rubs off on me. Cause like, I'm like, Oh my God. Like, you know, like when you're around women, when you surround yourself yes. with people like that, you definitely feel more confident for sure um and like so yeah it's been pretty awesome so yeah so we have the oc club and then we have we're gonna start the houston one i'm going like at the end of this month to Yay. do an event so exciting there. um and then she's alabama. gonna start the alabama one because nice. i think she does some interior designing over there and so she's she went a cut like a couple weeks ago and she realized like there's that like room for that to grow over there and so we were like oh let's just why not? What's yeah. it gonna hurt? Like, yeah. what's the what's the worst that could happen? Is that like it's not as big as you expect? I don't know. Like, yeah. I, I just think like, why not in life? Yeah. I've learned the why not just do it. You yeah. know? Yeah, we have to feel like that, especially when you're like doing something new or starting your business or posting online, right? Yeah. Like, why not? Why I'm not? telling you, this year it's been like get out of my comfort zone. Like, yeah. get out of your head. Like, because that like I think sometimes you are your worst enemy like For they sure. say and it's the older you get it's so funny because these phrases that we hear when we're young we're like oh like what is that like yes like yes. whatever like get it like okay but when you get older and you're like oh my it like clicks for you and yep. you're like oh, oh that's what mom meant by that that's yeah. what my teacher meant by that that's what they were saying and it all clicks and like you just yeah you learn and you grow from everything and honestly i think california has been such a great experience like for me I love growing wise so love that i'd love to i don't want to leave <laughs> like <laughs> let me stay forever well i'm gonna have everything for nicole linked down below for you guys so oc golf solera will have linked down below and then also her instagram did i miss anything i think that's oh yeah that's it okay Unless so i want to follow my dogs <laughs> yes yeah, so we'll have everything linked for her down below in the show notes for you guys also over on instagram at confident af podcast on instagram and you guys can check there as well for upcoming guests that you can ask them questions. Of course, we love that. Thank you guys for submitting questions too. And thank you so much for coming. Thanks this for was so me. great. This has been awesome. Yes, I love I it. Loved it. I love this room. Thank you. <laughs> thank you so much. And until next week, I will see you guys next week. Bye.